Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwaterflame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. We're live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Grand Terra Shadowfront. I am John, your game master for the evening. I'm joined this week by William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Valdez Stonebeard, the Dwarven Samurai, and I'm trying not to die right now because Nikki just murdered me. And Cody? I'm Cody. I'm playing Ithram Valar, Hobgoblin War Wizard. And Mara? I'm Mar, and I'm playing Titania Valkorian, uh, a Ladrin Druid princess. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I am playing Carolina, the barbarian human. Um, and Jack. Hey everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Gent Minar, the half elf spell slinger. And Jeremy. Hi, my name is Jeremy. I'm playing Ariel, uh, ASMR, a gunslinger. And Nikki. Hi, everybody. I'm Nikki, and I'll be playing Scuzz, your goblin. <laughs> and, uh, and with that particular uh, uh, order of introductions, I created a pentagram. And thus the ritual is complete. Finally? Yeah, what about... took you so goddamn we long? finally ready to ascend. <laughs> or descend. It's or whatever. A, took, uh, whichever. Let's go. Could just, it's yeah, a pentagram. It's, 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 it's protection and safety. That's literally. I what mean, really, at this point, <laughs> going to hell is really kind of a lateral move. Anyway. I would love to summon the devil to just destroy all of corruption in mankind at this point. Just a etch a sketch. Whoa, something, something was really staticky there for a minute, and I don't know something what it was. Something was super static. Yeah. yeah. No. That was weird. That was the man. That was the man just like we. we they're listening, they're listening so, in. so maybe pentagrams are not the best idea. Even <laughs> they for I'm um, just saying, if somebody randomly, you see like hands come like dark, like black clawed hands come <laughs> down, grab <laughs> someone and pull please, them up off stream. Please. My internet John's might cut fault. out. There's a big storm outside. Please. So who knows? Please. <laughs> I mean, Blue hands. I mean, the pair of. The the pair of hands coming in, that's a it's, that's a their core Adele move. They are know. the hands will be gloved in blue. Because two by two, hands of two blue. Two by two, hands of blue. Yeah. Hands of and blue. Okay. Mm. Yeah, we can we can do now that. that now that we've jumped around many, many different topics, uh to the one that we're here for, which is D and D. When last we left off, the Steelhearts uh left Titania's uh grandfather and grandmother's home in Ilhanador. 
in order to, uh, and we're set back via a uh, via a ferry portal, which is just a doorway <laughs> uh, to Trump. Well, most of them. We'll get to the one that didn't make it in a minute. Uh, but first, you are all presented with an individual sitting on the doorstep of the Steelhearts uh, uh, thing, apparently had been sitting there for a little while, who uh, jumped up and declared that uh, Uncle Gint had changed his hair. Uh, and also, there he is. Uh, Scuzz, you are holding a plate that has one cream puff on it. God damn it. <laughs> that, that is the true fucking tragedy of this whole thing. Gent is hiding behind Ariel. <laughs> My character is lost outside of reality, potentially permanently, and the true tragedy is a lack of cream puffs. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> no no offense. I disagree for the record. I just want to put it out there. Yes. Yep. <laughs> There's I'm important sorry. plot stuff that's uh, going to happen, but Scuzz is sad. Just what? like mm, caption, Scuzz is sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, could you repeat mm. what you just said? I just want to hear it again. Which part? Just the words that you just said. You did something with your hair, or what did you do with your hair? No, no, no. Okay, you you did miss a pop. The the the. Oh, uh, Uncle Git, there you are. What did you do with your hair? Thank you. That kind of thing. That kind of that kind of 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 amusement should be enjoyed at second. So you're Gent's niece. Hi. Hello. Yes. Hi, Hello. Is there something behind me that's important? <laughs> Why? What? Family trees happen, Gent. <laughs> you didn't tell me you had a you had a sister. Hi, I'm Titania Valcorn. I don't. I'm not his sister. Do you have a sister, No. Technically, technically, my father was Gent's cousin, but. Oh, okay. Remove niece. Okay, yeah. Elves. Congratulations, and... you have a cousin, Ken. You need to yes. come home. F- f- fuck no. Language. You need why, to come what? home. What? Why? Why does he need to come home? Because there's something wrong with Aunt Dianave. Or Dianave. Dianave. That's how you pronounce it. Dianave. Dianave. Yeah. That one. Your pronunciation guide was not super clear. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How about all right some and details? She sort of looks at the group of you and then looks at Gent, like trying to figure out how much she's allowed to say. And everybody shut up. We're going inside. Where's Carolina? And at that notice, we shift our perspective. (laughs) Carolina, you are standing in what appears to be a completely wrecked library. 
that is sort of like the mix between a library and a church like in 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 sort of if somebody were to take the design aesthetic of a church and compose that around a library uh complete with stained glass windows which are currently shattered and through which you can see a starscape There's something out there which is maybe better than nothing, maybe worse. Cool. Okay. It's very cold. Uh, I'm going to burn a rage and smash something that's near me. You smash an old lectern that was already mostly broken and just reducing it further. It is very cold. Does anything weird happen? It is very cold in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hang on. That's right. Hang on. It's in chat. Uh, and and a beam of light lances out from your chest and destroys a bit of wall. Shoot out a Tony Stark laser. It's very cold. <clears throat> you're sort of seeing your breath as you're as you're breathing. And there, murder. My charges, stupid, fucking grandfather. Also because he's an archfey. <laughs> but primarily because Titania would probably be upset. There's a pair of doors. That is all said aloud for the record. There are a pair of doors that you don't remember being there. On the far wall. I'm looking to see any of the if any of the arcane stuff, especially like spell scrolls, spell books, magical spell items are intact. No, this seems like anything that might have been intact just isn't there anymore. The only things left in this place are ruin and uh, decay. It seems like like it seems like this place is just falling apart. That that would make sense. Shit. Um, uh, okay. I guess I'm gonna climb up, see if I can see out one of the windows. Ah, very easily. Uh, you can you sort of stack up some bits of rubble and climb up to one of these shattered stained glass windows and look out. And it seems that this building is floating on a rock in an endless void of stars. Can I... I'm not using my dubious knowledge feed at this time. Make a guess as to what plane or demi-plane this might be. Give me a, either an arcana or a nature check. Let's go with arcana. They're the same, but... Natural <laughs> You're definitely on the astral plane right now. Great. This That's is, not great. This is the astral sea. Worse. It could be a lot worse, but that is not great. I, I assume with the natural twenty, I know that. Oh yeah, no, no. It, it, it could definitely be worse. You could be on a plane where there wasn't air. There is at least air here. Oh. <laughs> and potentially pirates. Like the astral plane is not entirely uninhabited. Oh no, the astral plane is very inhabited. <laughs> 
it's just not inhabited by anything I want to run into. I mean, um, <laughs> cool. <sighs> I don't want to be here. I'm going to take my chance with the door. I don't have an astral plane ship. You you go and open the door. It leads out to the rock that the island is on, or that the that the that the building is on. Uh, Fuck you! You can at least go somewhere. Convenient. Uh. It's just it's literally just the front door. You just never noticed it before. Never noticed it or wasn't able to access it. Potato, potato. <laughs> there is a dock Uh, this island seems this this seems to be an island not just a floating chunk of rock uh, um, amidst the astral sea there is a boat yes there is a ship at the dock cool I'm gonna go see if I can fly an astral plane Uh, give me an arcana check again this one a disadvantage fair Thirteen. So, you run into a couple of problems. One, you don't know how astral ships work. Two, there seems to be missing key components, like a wheel, a mast, any form of propulsion. It it just seems to be a boat floating in the air with nothing evident as to how it works. Does the mat? Does the wheel look like it's been ripped off? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Okay. So I'm going to sit down and ritual cast identify on this boat because I have that prepared yeah. for completely unrelated reasons. Sure. It identifies as a boat. <laughs> Okay, it's not magic. It doesn't no. tell me a keyword. You do know. You do know. You do know that. You don't know much about astral astral vessels. You do know that specific parts of them are magic and not the whole thing. Um, and so it's it's not just that. Uh, it's it's not just that it um, it doesn't just there's not a keyword that you can just say to make it go. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go back in. I'm going to go search through the rubble, see if there's anything that might be useful here. All right. Give me an investigation check. I also put together where the boat is from <laughs> in the broader Final Show Films universe. <laughs> I would be pleased with you if I wasn't marooned. For people, for people that aren't yeah. familiar with our broad category of Final Show Films, we ran a Ravenloft game in which a uh, Gith Yankee got yanked from the astral plane into Ravenloft and brought his wheel with him. Oh, yeah, that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> because he was that in the middle be of because he was in the middle of piloting a ship when he got yanked into Ravenloft. <laughs> yeah, so 20 with the investigation. 
Um, looking through the look, looking back through the library, most of m m most everything seems to be destroyed. You do find um, there is a chamber below the principal room that you started in. Uh, you go down into it, and it seems to be some sort of scrying facility of some kind. Uh, there are it. It's it is a it is a large open chamber with a with a circular platform in the middle of it that you walk upstairs to. Um, in the middle of it, there is a crystal sphere, and surrounding it on the wall, there are several different m mirrors. That most of which are broken, save one, sort of scattered around the uh, around the room. Would there happen to be exactly thirteen mirrors? Yes. Do I have a suspicion of what these mirrors might be? I mean, they have like designs around the edges that are reminiscent yeah. of specific animals, and the one that's left right. is like reminiscent of right. a snake animals and a scale and a pair of twins yeah like that. yeah yeah well Great. two fish cool. you know. okay fair enough <laughs> um great well go up to my stupid mirror you can't actually reach it it's, it's, it's separate from the platform it's like on the wall okay. and the platform's in the middle right okay um so I'm not sure how you're ruling this belt would identify on this or potentially give me information or know it's a piece of an environment. So potentially definitely. it could potentially give you information. Yeah. I'm going to try and cast identify on the orb slash the structure, keeping in mind that I am an artificer. So identify is like how work yeah. a little more in the way artifacts cast. Yeah. Um, after you finish ritual casting it, uh, yeah. you determine that this sphere is some sort of uh, translocation beacon. Uh, it is... It, it seem, Putting together information that you're gathering from the Identify spell and a couple of good guesses, you imagine that this is a way to maneuver to and from this library for the people that these mirrors are attuned to. Well, I'm gonna have to hope that and, that mirror got attuned to me. And this is another early. one. Of, this is another one of those. Um, this is another one of those rooms that you don't remember being here. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I definitely would have tried to use it a lot if I knew it was here. Yeah. Uh, great. Great. Uh, so you just sort of instinctively put your hands towards that sphere and pour your ether into it. And as you do, the sphere lights up. Where do you think about? She's being really careful this time. She's trying to think about the yard behind the house at right. um, behind the behind the company yeah yeah, yeah. alright meanwhile back on the material plane yep Titania as you said where's Carolina 
Yeah. It's a really good question. Um, but she was right behind us. Yent is actively shoving people bodily with all of his plus three strength <laughs> and, and proficiency in athletics into the front door. Okay. Hold on. You have to off, unlock my, it first. With my also plus three strength. Hold off, hold off, hold off. We need to find somebody first. Somebody might still lost. be stuck back at somebody's place somebody's yeah. relative's place she might have just stopped and at the end of that sentence at the end of that sentence there is what sounds like a lightning strike in the backyard of the Steelhearts company house i'll go oh, find I'm that the, 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 the door never mind now we can all go inside i'm sure <laughs> Darren is like being pushed up against the door which is currently locked it's like do you want me to unlock it, or do you have a key? Valdez, uh, Valdez unlocks the door. Wait, hold up a hold up a second. You're saying that if it's law, if it was locked, you could just unlock it yourself. Yes, I like this one. Let's go in. Your niece is quite nice. She's not nice. You know, the person who is your niece, who is your blood relative, who is related to your cousin, who you are related to. He's quite Gen nice. punches Carolina in the shoulder. As, I mean, Ariel. I mean, Ariel. Ariel in the shoulder as physically hard as he possibly can. through the astral can. plane. I really like the idea. That, I really like the idea that Carolina pays for Ariel's sins. Um, can you get to the the yard from yeah. outside. I'm trying to. Yeah, you can go. You can go. House. Yeah, there's an alleyway you can go around. The Val Valdez cuts through the house to go straight to the backyard. Oh, yeah. I was I was going to curve around to the side to see. I'm burning a second was. rage because I still have some. Sure, go ahead. He's going to uh, be angry. Probably go up immediately it. as you guys get there. So that's going to be fun. Go off, sis. Go. Oh, okay. Right. So. You know what that looks like at the moment, and you're not actually holding your weapon right now, so... Oh, I know what that looks like, so never mind. So, Carolina, you're in the backyard. There is a scorch mark on the ground around you, and in your hand, you are holding a small crystal sphere. It's very similar to the one that you were just channeling through, but this one's much more portable and not attached to a pedestal. And it is currently... Uh, uh, in uh, uh, sort of has shadows weaving around and through it as you're holding it. Uh, which is what Titania and Valdeth see as one comes around the fence and one comes around the door. <laughs> oh, there you are. Shadows that are leaking out of my tattoo, probably. Yes, yes. Just leaking out, coming up your arm and then into the... Sorry. You didn't... Whoa! A little bit detoured. You... You could have just gone through the the fireplace. It's very I impressive, did, though. Lady Titania. And no, we're not talking about what happened. Okay. Against niece. Niece. Up niece is the appropriate word. Ariel, if you keep doing that, I'm going to punch you, and it will hurt. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna go and go inside at this point. <laughs> Well, I hope all of you have a lovely family reunion. Please let me know if you require escort to whatever harebrained scheme we have next and the next relative that's going to banish. 
is me to the one place I never wanted to go back to. The rest and I am going to my fucking room. All right. Because that is the closest Carolina can manage to polite and civil at the moment. So I didn't have a, a punch attack, but I would just like to say that Ghent crit Ariel in the shoulder. <laughs> That's amazing. So I did, uh, you just uh, so shoved took, her bodily into the hedge and she So I took there. five damage, correct? <laughs> um... Yeah, so yeah, two plus two plus yep. your strength mod. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so five. Yep, right. Yep. <laughs> I accept <Back>. this. <laughs> she does not fight back. She knows she deserves it. She regrets nothing. So heading inside. Except for Carolina, you all get inside. You realize that yep. it seems like it seems like the very the various individuals of the housekeeping team are all out at the moment. Um. Which, I mean, Grant, given the fact that you guys weren't expected to be back for another day or so. Yeah, totally makes, makes sense. But Oh, thank God they're not here. We can go and we not have to worry about a fire or <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> they can take their time. <laughs> go on. So, but you are all inside the uh, unlit house of the Steelhearts Company at the moment. Who wants to drink? Me. Gent slams the door. <laughs> to be clear, yes. are you old enough? I know? have a family. Yes, she's old enough. I'm 25. Okay. I have a family. There sure. are other people. I'm technically related to some of them. One of them acknowledges me. Maybe two now. I mean, others... I don't know others, why that's changed. Other people acknowledge you. It's just not in the way you want them to acknowledge you. Yes, other people acknowledge me as something to be kicked under the stairs. I mean, yeah. Why? Because he's a half-elf. Do you have a lightning-shaped scar? Oh, that sort of fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Sort of, yeah. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. I could give that's him one okay. if you want. Fuck turfs. Anyway. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that seemed relevant to what was being alluded to. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I like the idea that Scuzz just says things without knowing the context I of the mean, things Scuzz he says. I mean, Scuzz will punch a cop. Scuzz I, is I just, ride or die I just, for y'all. I just, I, just like, I just like the idea that Scuzz just says things with no idea of what it is that he's saying. No, he right. absolutely knows exactly what that is. Scuzz is, Scuzz is an absolute ally. If anything uh, exists in this goblin's brain, it is that. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> so. Something's <sighs> wrong, though. What's going on? She looks at you and then looks at the others, again, waiting for permission to speak. Just spill it out. This might as well happen. So something's wrong with Aunt uh, Aunt Dynave. Uh No one else believes me because weird daughter of the family. Uh, but something's wrong, and you're probably the only person I could think of that would believe me and go check on her. They won't let me check on her anymore because alchemists and because, artificers yes. are not a member, are not part of the glorious Minar wizarding heritage. Just yes, because well, some of us use magic in different ways. 
<sighs> All right. Yes. Um, so I'm going to have to sneak back into the estate and what? Look at my mother? She's non like. <sighs> Everyone thinks that she's just traumatized because bad things happened and you're the fault. But she hasn't been eating or speaking. And she hasn't starved to death. Something is wrong. Hmm. Yes. Like... No, that's... Like something is magical. And looks around at everybody. Ariel looks at Kent. What do you need? And has uh, has time stopped around her at any point? Hmm. Uh, not that I'm aware of, but she's not okay. responsive. So oh. if something, I, you know, how long has this been happening? I became uh, I became aware of it when I got home from uh, the guild uh, a few months ago, but I. People have been saying she's been not right since, and she just indicates to Ghent. Yes. Well. I was hoping to have other things in place, but this might as well happen. What do you need? And Ghent takes a couple seconds to think. We're going to stable. No, no, no. We'll take it with us. We're all going to the high tiers. Everybody, you're going to get to meet my family. What family? That Not like that, Scuzz. Okay, not, not, okay. Are we just going to talk our way in or? Yeah. Yes. Can help with that. Yes, yeah. we are. And what is, uh, what is our disposition going to be? We are going to go check and make sure my mother's all right. Of course. Scuzz will Follow eat your lead, darling. the pastry. <laughs> eat the pastry. The last cream puff. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm not going to waste this. You eat, you eat the last cream puff off the plate. Yeah. What, what time of day is it? What? Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. As it is delicious. Um, he puts the plate in his bag. He will keep that for later. Because uh, it was, it, we had we had just had dinner in yeah, Ilanador, right? Yeah, in, in Ilanador. Yeah. It's dusk. All right. We're going in the morning. Can I stay here? Yes. Thank you. I'll show you to a room, dear. Oh, uh, Uncle Gint, are you still fiddling with the uh, gun things? Yes. Yes, I am. Can I see yours? What? Which one? And both of them come out. Which one do you care more about? Holds up the magic one. That one. <laughs> Hands it over. I'll give you this back to you in the morning. All right. 
You are very trusting of your niece. Workshop in there if you need space to work on things. Oh, I don't need one. She pulls a cord on like the the backpack strap that she has, and the sides of the back back backpack, if you remember from last week, which had like three, which had uh-huh. like three wands yeah, attached to them, open yeah. up and four mechanical arms just sort of extrude out. Yep. Whoa. Cool. And she smiles. <laughs> she has everyone. This is Aden. Adarin. Aden. Adarin. Yeah. This is Adarin. Oh, I especially like you now. Adarin, this is Ariel, Titania, Valdeth, Skuz. Carolina went upstairs. Ithram. These are who we'll be working with. Nice to meet everyone. She has like she has the grin of like a like a twelve year old high on pixie sticks. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Less. Yep. Okay. She, 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 yep. I feel like she's the is it version of Tiny <laughs> Tina from Borderlands. A little bit. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. It's because like can I can I watch? Sure. I'm so sorry. It sounds like that, everybody. (laughs) I like technology. This looks cool. You have extra arms. (laughs) You're not making it any less that way. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) We don't have extra rooms in our house, though, right? I think it's all... We all pull up, but I mean, we got a couch. I think we're, yeah. It's a comfy couch. You also have an armory. The house map. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, let me do that. Don't let this poor baby sleep on a, on the, like, the cot. I mean, on the tinker's room. Somebody literally said, let me show you to a room. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you showing her to, uh, Ariel? Um. Yeah, she's probably not going to be using her own tonight, so she'll just show her to her to to. Sorry, that that sentence was confusing as shit. (laughs) I'm assuming show Ariel will show Adair to Ariel's room. Okay, there we go. Ooh, neat! Everything's very tidy. Yes, I do like I do like to keep things organized. I'll do yeah, my Scuzz has cleaned up his mess. Scuzz cleaned up ninety four percent of the mess. <laughs> There's still some things that are not. Yep. Perfect. Which are currently like carefully like, like subtly being pushed back into place. Underneath <laughs> the bed. In the closet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, you know what? There's some definitely some things under the bed and in the closet. They're just like that's not that's not where that was supposed to go. <laughs> Fine, I'll find those later. Uh, so, yeah. You need anything? I will probably be somewhere around the house. Kent, of course, will. We all will just yell for somebody. She un- she unfolds a miniature forge from her backpack onto the floor and sort of like uh, uh, cross-legged sits down in front of it. I'm good. Thank you. Skuz sits down next to her and it's just like, like big star eyes. Like, this is amazing. 
Right. And turns and heads off. Is a there's a there's a there's a there's an there's an artificer infusion called Armor of Tools. Yes. Which mm. lets you uh, lets you basically turn a piece of your gear into uh, 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 let you make a piece of your gear have any tool you need. <laughs> this is how I interpret that applied to a backpack. <laughs> Why not? Absolutely. Yeah, just I, I, just to let you know, I think I may be in love with your niece. I'm just saying. <laughs> I. I do yes. want to note that in yes. elf years, that makes her what? Really young. Makes her 25. 25. <laughs> because elves, a, elves, a, elves, yeah. a, elves mature at the same rate as humans, and then mm. from there, until and then stop. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess the, I guess the you're a kid forever depends on the culture of the elves. Yeah. 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 Yep. She does. Uh, she does. She is. She is. She does look like she's younger than Ghent, but she is older right. than Ghent. Mm-hmm. Because gets the answer to D and D ages is don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the, the gist character of it, yeah. is a player character. They have reached an age where you don't worry about it, unless they're very very old, in which case you might worry about them breaking everything. <laughs> <laughs> like like Cathian, you're. <laughs> Cathian's not. He's very, very old. Uh, anyways, there is the sound of tinkering occurring in the bedroom. Sometimes okay. tinkering occurs. In all seriousness, though, how are you doing? This is a lot coming at me rather quickly. Understandable. My initial plan was to you know, kick ass, take names, get rich, look good doing it, and eventually march back there and demand a bit more respect. And I assume that was at least a couple of years off and that I would have a lot more money on hand before this happened. I mean, you already do those things. So... Just kind of reaches out and sort of awkwardly pats Titania on the shoulder. Acknowledgement. Um, Ariel's just pouring drinks for everybody in, that's in this general area right now. There. there. You gonna deliver one to Scuzz? There are a number of General area only. That, that we will probably run into. Um, my grandfather is sort of the current patriarch and the one in charge. He has a fairly low opinion of me. Uh, how much is, How much are we supposed to give a fuck about that? Like, and what I mean by this is, is um, how much holding of tongue are we supposed to be doing? Or can I, you know, fire back? Air what's, what's on, air on the side of air on the side of diplomacy, at least on the outset, I would say. Very well. I is the low opinion simply a result of your heritage, or 
primarily, I believe. Yes. Um, I don't know who my father was, and he was not at all of proper social standing to have been my father. And that side of things has definitely fallen significantly on my shoulders. Oh, fuck that. Um, Agreed. My mother was allowed to keep me, at least. Um, And she... Are generous. I was behind closed doors, except for the occasional solitary appearance. Um, while growing up. And that was to downplay the stain on the family name by what my grandparents and tradition, I suppose, dictated as a embarrassment to the family with lasting consequences. So my mother went from a up-and-coming member of Taram High Society to more or less a shut-in. And I believe her personality and psychology altered by that treatment. As it would. So yes, that's sort of where we stand. For what it's worth, I don't know your exact situation, but I do know exactly what it's like to be shut away and kept hidden from the rest of the world because of the social implications of the accident of your birth. Oh, I, yes. No, those, uh, those parallels have occurred to me <laughs> before. Mm. Different circumstances and... But yes. Mm. Quite a bit of overlap. Mm. So, what are we going to do to arrive triumphantly, walk in... Figure out what's wrong with your mother and help. I am a princess. I've got some pull. Which I think is honestly going to be <coughs> our easiest way in the door. Frankly, are I, we going to try and stop you from seeing your mother? Probably. Mm. I mean, if I walk, if I walk appropriate, if I walked up there by myself, probably coming up there with. The rest of you and Valdeth and Titania in particular saying that we're not here to cause trouble, but I'm here to visit my mother, who I haven't seen in a year and a half. I'll cause trouble. They don't. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm sure you will. I've got spells I think that can help. <laughs> if we go tomorrow, then I have time to prepare them. Um, but I have a couple that can make one of you at least talk really good, better than normal. Um, I've got one that's a little, um, it'll get us past something really sticky, but it doesn't last. Um, and then they might be angrier if they realize what happened. And actually it wouldn't probably work. Probably not the best. They're move. elves, Never mind. Um, 
<laughs> Elves, charming, yes, we, that whole thing. <laughs> Forgot yes, about that bit. No, um, as far as my family's pursuits are concerned, strongly into the arcane and martial pursuits. <laughs> if they don't stab you very quickly, repeatedly with a long sword, then the magic comes out and they're a bunch of wizards. Yes, wizards and fighters primarily. Wonderful. So, so what what is we will approach with with um, Tanya being sort of the entry point and you obviously, but from what you're saying, mostly mostly her. Probably. Um, I think the I think Titania's rank will give us at least a more of a foot in the door other than my face. <laughs> then there's a pause and he kind of reaches up to his, his cheekbone and you're getting the idea that his face has hit that door a few times too. And that's fun. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to enjoy once we're done with this. Sorry. Inside thoughts. Um, so the back of your brain Ariel as me just goes we could always seduce one of them and then leave them a broken poor shell of a man always gotta be that always has to be your tactic doesn't it it's Um, fun do we want to is not a turn on for me thank you um nor for me but leaving them broken afterwards is always just so delicious so anyways um so uh, contingency plan what if on the off chance that titania is not enough for some reason (laughs) Oh, then we Bite our walk way around in. back. We walk around back. I show you where I used to climb out over the wall and actually learn something about the outside world. And we, uh, yes, kick ass all the way up to Mum's room. Lovely. I'm looking forward to that. Um... Okay. So I'll have the other one still. Okay. Um... Um, I'm going to assume Carolina has just decided to start listening by this point. Fair. Sure. (laughs) Probably from the top of the stairs or something. GM, I have the uh, authority of a cop feature that I can never remember the name of. Yes. um, Legal authority. Yes. Keep your current political jokes inside. Hey, Hey, I'm not that kind of cop right now. Uh, to what extent Geist. would that be helpful or would I know where to go for um, a less potentially disastrous? Let me take a look at it real quick just so I can get the wording. Uh, it's in chat. Uh, I assume the Ravnica part we are replacing because that's... Yeah, replace Ravnica with Tehran. Yeah. Um... And Azorius Insignia with Geist Insignia, etc. Yeah. Um, 
you could uh, you could use that to gain an audience with just about any house. Like like you can uh, if a guy's like, if if able if, to demand an audience specifically with Gant's mother or probably not. Theoretically, yes. Uh, Geists have the power to interview anybody that they want. Mm-hmm. They don't have the. They don't necessarily have the power to. Uh, uh, they they, geists are the oversight authority. Mm-hmm. They are not the uh, enforcing authority. So, like geists, geists don't arrest you. They send the guard to arrest you. Um, but they can but interview if I'm anybody in an investigation. I exactly. can say no. I need to speak to this. Exactly. Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Your okay. your 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 authority as a geist allows you to interview just about anybody so, you want. The only really people that it problem. doesn't really the only people that that authority doesn't really reach are members of the royal family. Yeah. Which is. Not an issue from what Gent has said no. so far. No, we're we're a, we're a step or two down from. Okay. Yeah, the, from, the Menar the, the Menars are nobility, not royalty. Yeah, Tanya's offer of of a civil conversation and your own familial ties are unable to secure an audience. I can just demand to speak to her if this is related to the magical event. And surrounding the group as a whole, well, it is within my purview to investigate given my assignment. That's a very good we idea. We could even start with that, Ed, if you'd prefer to avoid a family. That's generally not something that should get brought up a lot, though. It's. I think we'll something... use that as our fallback, but yes, I think that might be helpful. Hmm. Yeah. I think we'll go socially first and then officially second. Hmm. Sounds good. Whatever. So as a Um, reminder, we have another appointment in a few days. Two days. Yes. Two days. Yes, we do. Okay. Two days as in day after tomorrow or? As in day after tomorrow. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, right. I'm going to go outside for a bit. See y'all later. Farewell. The more hungover you are, the harder it is going to be to present as a prince as worthy of the demands you are making. Thank you. I I know. I don't think that's a concern, Catalina. I would argue that 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 might make it more believable, depending on people's experiences with royalty. If anybody needs me, I will be upstairs uh, transcribing this. Um, Do you have everything you need for those, Catherine? I can. I have enough to get the materials that I will need to test and write what I need. But yes. Very well. Thank you. Ithram says, All right. I'll be in my bunk. I'll, <laughs> yep. I'll be here <laughs> drinking. Sounds like fun. I will keep some water with you. Mal stays down there with Gent. <laughs> just, just sitting on the back of one of the chairs. <laughs> no one else. No one else is home, so Valdez makes sure to fill a ewer of water and bring Ariel's it too. Two or three glasses in. Gent's going to see if he can get a hawk to drink wine. <laughs> Caroline is probably also drinking. Give uh, a lightweight. 
all. He is. So Gent just <laughs> wants to make here. sure that he Gent just wants to make sure he gets at least two or three glasses before the hawk drinks all of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Okay. <laughs> he acquired several barrels of wine recently. Oh, just one very large one. Oh, yeah, the hog's head of wine. Yeah. Or was it no, it was a butt cask, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Titania. Yep. Where are you going? I'm going out in the garden. Mm-hmm. Basically, you see this big, large scorch mark where scorch mark where Carolina <laughs> arrived, which is now represented on the map. If anyone wants to take a look. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's not okay. Well, I'm I'm gardening. <laughs> Honestly, she's stressed out, and that seems like a good idea. Um, Stress gardening. Yep. So I I'm um. Make a perception check. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm also looking up spells because sh- <laughs> switching all my spells over. Sixteen. Right. Um, you notice. Hang on a second. You notice two things. Okay. One, you notice what seems to be a rainbow light show coming out of Ariel's bedroom. <laughs> just like all manner of colors of light, just. Coming out, and not the usual kind. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Ariel does not strike me as the sort that announces pride with bright colors. Uh, <laughs> depends. Secondly, you notice nope. uh, in the pig stickers backyard across okay. the alleyway uh, a small rose. Uh, 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 golem thing, like a small rose homunculi, uh, tending to the garden. Oh, hi! I don't think I've seen you before. I wave at it. it this little, like it's like it's like a uh, 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 thorny stem splits into two legs with two mm-hmm. more th- uh, thorny stems for arms and a rose head. The the rose head sort of turns and it's holding this preposterously large watering can for its size. It's like up, turns, waves one thorny tendril, pours water. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna speak with plants. <laughs> Alright. You can't speak with Why plants. Why not? I have that spell. We're not doing anything else. Might as well. Uh just gonna just gonna cast that real quick yeah. as soon as I can find the button. There it is. <laughs> nope. Wrong button. Where is it? It's gone now. Hang on. I cast speak with plants at some point. It happens. Yeah. I'll get it eventually. You cast I'll put it in plants. the chat. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Hello. You're new. I've been here for a while. Oh, I haven't noticed you. Sorry. It's okay. I not noticed. Oh. Well, I noticed you. So, hello. Hello. I'm Titania. This is Steel Hearts over here. 
How are the pig stickers? They're good. They out. Okay. Meat and um, plants. Ah. Uh, well, you're doing a very good job. Thank. Welcome. And I've got this up for 10 minutes. <laughs> so, you weird get... question. Uh-huh. Now that I've, I imagine like half, half uh, dug up the garden at this point. What, I don't know what, where I'm going what, with this. What, what but... personality does the weed have? Mm. <laughs> gonna gonna start smoking because I have stuff. It screams as and it it. No, I don't because my grandfather has told me stories about things and I don't want to do that. Uh <laughs> do not awaken plants and then smoke them. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna try Ugh. talking to the spores that are like symbiosing with me why not okay a plant it's a fungus hmm. i know but we have a discussion sure it was a i know animal. i know I, this is this is it's, this is the hardline biologist who's yes. who's creature type with the category creature type yeah creature mm-hmm. type plant does not always mean plant um, yeah, it's true the spores see as you start talking to them you sort of get like a you get like a, a speech jamming echo back Ooh. Because they are part of you and thus reflect your okay. own consciousness. So, if I if I do the um the uh, uh symbiotic entity and they're kind of like farther away, does that help? They continue to echo your own thoughts back at you. Oh, they don't seem to okay. have any amount of sentience. Um, mm, all right, and and so like speaking with them there is no the the only so speaking with non-sentient cre- entities gets you less of a uh gets you less of a like it gets you an awareness of their senses and awareness of the things that they are aware of to whatever degree it is in the case okay. of the in the case of the the symbiotic entity within you and the spores that come off of you that is your awareness everything okay. that they are aware of is your awareness so talking to them is just getting a feedback loop basically okay cool gives you a little bit of a headache yeah all right, we'll cut that, that out might be then. Be the weed, though. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I legit. I finished digging up the garden. How much stuff can I make in this thing again? It's like ten gold worth of ten gold stuff, worth of isn't yeah. it? Yep. It's gonna take me five weeks to, or five months to make a healing potion, right? With the uh, amount of supplies that you can harvest from your herb garden, yes. Okay. Or you can I, just get a better herb garden. I I, I feel like smoking plant. any kind of plant while you have speak with plants active is a bad idea. <laughs> I yeah. I, I don't. Mean, it it only works on living plants according to the spell text. Yeah. But there we go. Yes, but plants don't immediately die as soon as you pull them out of the ground. They do well, when you start smoking them. I come out enough <laughs> to smoke them. Yeah. Yeah. You, can't, say, you yeah. also don't just pull a leaf off a tree and light it. Like No, you absolutely you, <laughs> there is drying that is done. Definitely not. Granted, yeah. you still probably shouldn't because the plants mm. around you might ask why you are why you are are are, are inhaling the cremated remains of their brother. 
But yeah. also, if you if you kind of monster on you, if you're, if you're gonna go straight from harvest to prep, though, you're pulling it out and then like either drying it or grinding it depending on the plant usage, and it's like. Well, I don't think Tatanya. I don't think Tatanya is smoking the things that they are that that she is uh, harvesting at the moment. That's <laughs> no. fair. No. All right. Uh, what am I gonna plant here? Um. Well. I'm gonna attempt to grow some mushrooms here because my I don't. It's real awkward going up and rooting around in body drawers all the time. <laughs> so what you're saying is we need some body drawers down here. Yes. <laughs> Give me a herbalism kit with intelligence roll. Oh, that's gonna go great. <laughs> See how well you are at. I'm so happy planning yep. out a mushroom farm. <laughs> it's not gonna go well, folks. I just just gonna go with that right now. Uh, intelligence five. Uh, you have no idea how to grow mushrooms now that you start thinking about it. You're like. I've never done this. Steph's always the one that does it. I know. You start thinking maybe you should ask her to set it up for you. There we go. Right. Okay. Well. <clears throat> well the first thing you need is a body. <laughs> <laughs> or a log. <laughs> yep, yep. A type of body. Well, I leave. I leave the garden half dug up. <laughs> I go back inside. <laughs> yes. Little rose golem continues to tend the plants in the other field. Prob probably immediately in the lounge is Valdeth making sure that Gent actually drinks water with all the wine he's downing. There's... Al has taken. He, a he drinks water. And excellent. Good for. It's good a celestial bird. spirit, so it's not right. real. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good. 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 Enjoy. Good uh, Scuzz in in Ariel's room. You are not sure what you're watching. I know exactly what I'm watching. But it much. is it is bright and multicolored, and those arms are doing a lot of work. <laughs> If you think Scuzz Multi Buckets was in the Ezek College being a test dummy for a bunch of crazy things, you don't think he didn't see some crazy multicolored arm most of the shenanigans? Time, most of the time, the multicolored arm shenanigans uh, resu end result in explosions, which is why this is confusing, because there's no explosions ah, here. Okay, that's <laughs> There we go. There we go. Where's the Where's the kaboom? Where's the earth-shattering You're getting all the prep, but none of the payoff, and that's what's confusing. I just imagine Scuzz just scooting closer and closer, waiting to see, like, where? what is it going to happen? When's the shoe going to drop? Any minute now. Any minute now. It's like that. It's like a dubstep song that keeps raising but never drops. Just, just, just eight, eight straight hours of foreplay. Hmm, that's it. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, no, he's he thinks this is radical. It's, it's awesome. No. Anybody else doing anything else tonight? Drinking and sleeping. 
Drinking and not sleeping very much. Uh, hanging out, keeping an eye on 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 Ghent and finding a good place to crash since I don't have a room. So I means you can sleep in Scuzz's room since he's apparently in nope, your room. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> Ariel is legitimately afraid to walk into <laughs> You could probably use Carolina's room because she's not going up there tonight. Or there's a very My... thick carpet in the workshop. That is also never... true. If you've ever and been in there before, you'd know it's not decorated but there's nothing particularly messy or out of place either it's just pretty spartan that's fair yeah i will probably ask carolina and then head up there mm -hmm. so you all get along asking first yeah you all get a long rest of various semblances Unless Carolina is legitimately not going to sleep, in which case Carolina would not get a long rest. It's not that she's not sleeping at all. It's that she's not sleeping very much and is probably not going upstairs. Yes, yeah, but you, you get enough to get a long rest. Everyone mm -hmm. gets a long rest. And in the morning, your long rest is punctuated by the sound of a gun going off upstairs. <laughs> Scuzz finally got the payoff. <laughs> 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 it's my cue you cannot resist can you uh, yeah, uh, that implies that I ever had the ability to resist in the first place no it doesn't no it does not as there is somebody running around the corner suddenly in the uh, half dressed towards I'm assuming it's I'm assuming that she's ready towards her room yeah with her gun out. Yeah, Ithram, Ithram comes busting out of his room as well, seeing as how it's right next to his room. <laughs> Door opens. It is what? Bang. <laughs> Gent will be third, then. Valdeth, Val, Val hearing the gunshot, waking up for a second, hearing footsteps going on literally all around her, realizes, like, dwarven memory kicks in, right, she was tinkering with a gun, I'm going to go back to sleep. <laughs> you know, we'll get up and start making breakfast if no one is making breakfast already from the sort of housekeeping group. So, I mean, that that sound might be how the is it make breakfast. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the door. Yeah, like, to be fair, it's not like, it's not like well, there probably aren't a, a lot of test gunshots that happen in this house on a regular basis anyways. It's just simply that, that, yes, new person gunshots. So the door slams open as three of you collide into each other, piling into the room. Yep. And in there, you see Scuzz, who was probably just woken up by the gunshot, um, and, uh, and uh, uh, Darren. Uh, who has a who has uh, one of the arms coming out of her backpack has like a block of wood that you see a bullet in uh, <laughs> holding it and and her actual right hand is holding against gun. You then see the bullet evaporate and she sort of turns the gun over, spins it. All right, that's done. Oh, good morning and she 
grabs the gun by the barrel and hands it grip first towards Ghent. When Scuzz gets jolted awake by the sound of a gunshot, the first thing out of his mouth <laughs> is, I'm sorry, Duckman, don't kick me! <laughs> right, well, thank you. Um, should I expect anything new or different, I suppose? Have a look. He'll inspect the gun. So the first thing you notice is that the chambers don't exist anymore. The cylinder is just solid and with runic in carvings. So how do I load this? You don't. Just fire. Here, try this. And the arms hold up a target off to her side. <laughs> Ghent looks at the non-existent camera and says, don't do this at home, children. <laughs> And yeah, he'll take a shot. It you uh, pull hammer fire. No, 20, 27. I don't, I'm still rolling at disadvantage. It fires. It. Poof. Well, excellent. Your gun has been infused with the repeating shot art artificer infusion. Nice. Uh, which is. Yeah, one second. Da, 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 da. Uh, this web, this magic weapon grants a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with it when used to make ranged attacks and ignores the loading property if it has it. You, if you'd load no ammunition into the weapon, it produces its own, automatically creating one piece of magic ammunition when you make a ranged attack with it. The ammunition created by this weapon vanishes the instant after it hits or misses a target. If you really want to load a, a bullet into it, like you've got something special, uh, she flips up a piece of ammunition uh, that sort of spins around and catches it and hands it out towards you. Try. I was going to say that does uh, that is sort of important to 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 what you do. I mean, I could always just engrave the weapon as well, but yes. And Ghent will close his eyes, actually, and go through his muscle memory movement of where Loading he the gun. would actually yeah. load the gun. Yeah, you, It loads. Anybody watching, you see the, the solid part where you would normally load the bullet into just gives way as you push the bullet into it. Fantastic. This is brilliant. Jealous. I mean, if you give me My a news. day, I, if you give me a day, I can do it for you too. If we had a day, darling. Also, it would be a little weird feeling like the NPC, two of the NPCs' rare infusion slots were being used for this. <laughs> you don't know how NPC artificers use infusion slots. <laughs> We'll get you one soon, promise. I just need to reach level two. All right, I believe we've got places to be today. Oh. Yep. Um, Uncle Gent, the house might be different than you remember it. Well, I did sort of leave in the wake of a demonic invasion, so I wouldn't be surprised if there was some remodeling, or are you talking about something a bit more? 
Um, are reaching. So I know you didn't have the best interactions with our family. Um, it's worse now. Brilliant. Like if I had to descri- if I had to find a, a, a descriptor, I would say that our grand our my great grandfather is uh, was hollowed out and replaced with some sort of demonic entity. Not outside the realm of possibility. <laughs> I was gonna say the head just sort of turns and looks at Ariel. Well, that sort of alternate approach might be crawling its way towards the top of the list. I mean, I don't, I don't, Still, I, don't, I, don't I don't know if that's necessarily like explicitly true, but he's not the same person that he was a year ago. Well, this is where the fighter starts to wish they had a little bit of talent. <laughs> oh, this we'll we'll try. And Tanya comes into the room. She's dressed up. <laughs> it's real fancy. Yes, well, we do still need to all get ready because yep. all right. we're going on um, a diplomatic visit at first. Adarin, are you coming with us or are you going to Yeah, I'll come with. All right, excellent. She she reaches into her bag as the arms detract and pulls out what looks like a gun but is doesn't have any of the right pieces to be a gun mm-hmm. like it's 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 got the L shape and then it's got like a bulbous handguard that takes up most of it but there's no like place for anything to be loaded in and no very clear firing mechanism either it's like in case things go bad and she puts it back all right. Fantastic. Yes. All right. Val, well, Val, Val breakfast, emerges. wagon, horses, that sort of thing. Valdeth emerges from her room uh, in the full regalia of her armor because she doesn't normally wear the entire suit because it's mostly for mm-hmm. ceremonial purposes. Um, but the, the extra bits include a much more um, ornate breastplate, which is covered in gems and uh, sort of dwarven markings, and then also the helmet, which is styled after an ancient ancestor's face, including the giant beard as a as a neck guard built into the yep. helmet. <laughs> Legit. Dwarves. <laughs> Get that beard guard. Protect, yes, protect the beard. <laughs> <laughs> and looks at Titania. I like. Looks at Valdeth. Fine, I'll wash my hair. And walks out of the room. I like the idea that dwarven styling is is kind of like Greek. So like yeah, where they so just like, like pseudo they, pseudo pseudo Greek pseudo dramatic. They yeah, they like etch in the like the the detail lines and everything. So it's like yeah. it's this very voluminous, highly detailed beard guard. <laughs> and then like underneath it is like the chiseled abs of the of the breastplate. <laughs> yeah. With like the, the the gems encrusted into it, and like the dwarven runes carved across, and yeah. the the face is as accurate as they could get to whatever relevant ancestor of the family line. It just, it just close. That's what it, death masks are for. And it it, it does the it, like it opens from it, yeah, the it middle opens from the, from the yeah. center, so it just yeah. pops open. Yeah. yeah. Carolina is that. wearing fine clothes because I have a nice outfit. 
which means Carolina's wearing actual clothes today. You're wearing like your uniform. You got yeah. the, the dress uniform. Yeah. We established before I have that. Um, which the, the, the guy's uniform is mostly, it's mostly just like a, it's a long sleeve tunic uh, in black with gold embroidery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scuzz wears his poncho. It's the nicest thing he owns. Are you yes, wearing the new is. poncho or the or the the other poncho? The, the new one, the one that the okay. elf. I'm sorry, wearing. Nikki. This is really important to me. Is he wearing the little spinny cap? He, of course, is wearing the spinny cap. It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it brings the whole outfit together. <laughs> oh, a very nice poncho and beanie cap. <laughs> Propeller beanie. <laughs> Ariel is in her formal dress, so to speak, uh, formal outfit. Uh, she says, uh, "Sorry, I know I, I know it's been said like nine bajillion times, but what's her name?" Uh, Adarin. Adarin. I keep wanting to say just Adair. Um, Darren, darling, um, would you? Is there anything, uh, is there anything that might, anything else that we might not be expecting there that might happen? I don't. Anything we should be prepared for? There's a new, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a, they have new guards, which they didn't previously have guards. Um, do you know who employed? Are, are, were they hired directly? Or are they through a mercenary? I don't, it, it happened while I was away. Um, all I know do is. Do they use the family colors? Yes, they own? use the family colors uh, okay. for the armor, but they you can't. They hide their faces, um, and they have a full. Oh, face, that's encouraging. They have a full face mask, um, full plate armor, uh, a variety of different weapons, and they don't talk like there is a there's a there's like a captain there's like a guard captain that does all the like talking to people thing but the guards themselves I have not been able to get a single one of them to say anything to me which might just be because again so like uh, I don't know if it gave you the whole spiel but the Minar family is a proud tradition of wizards and warriors and I I'm an artificer and they don't like that so Right, right, right. I, I I gathered that much. Um, so lovely. Yeah. So it's entirely possible that. Sorry, uh, it's entirely possible that, that they are either just very quiet or perhaps not in the traditional sense individuals. Possibly, I know they're. I know they have magic on them. Um. But the aura is very clearly been tampered with, so I don't know what the true magic in them is. Very well. Well, right. given that, and also potential possession, if civil courses fail, instead of breaking in, in we and just go up the chain in a bit. They're still interacting. They're still like interacting with the city and with other noble families and going to events and things. So, I imagine if you've got a royal family it member, would be they'll proceed. But the scandal if they refuse to speak to a princess at all. Yeah. 
I just don't know the full extent of what has changed. Unless they're good enough to come up with an excuse for why. Yeah. Oh, the, the, um, the, uh, the, 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 the lady of the house is, is feeling ill and we don't want to, uh, it would be inappropriate of us to expose the princess to, to, to something that could protect. There are, honestly, the rich are very good at keeping the poor and, and people that they don't want away. Honestly, uh, if you want my input and she points at Carolina, I think a geist might be the best option to go in with. There aren't excuses for them to refuse a geist. And, and even if they manage to salvage their social clout or her allegiance is to the city and the royal family, not a minor noble house that right. might have someone of a sensitive disposition. Yeah, and I, I will defer her to look at Valda's references. And a guy will be able to bring in, like, you might not be able to bring in everybody with you just because security reasons, but you might be able to bring in Ghent specifically. I am interviewing this woman. I need collaborative information. He should from other people. Yeah. because it's not like I can demand meeting after meeting. I need yeah. to be able to ask the questions I need to ask. So, yeah, no, I'll 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 be there with you guys if you want me there. Um, but that's just my two cents. I think that's fair. I I think there's I don't know what's going on or what's wrong, so I can't really tell you fully what to expect. Right. Well, at the moment, deferring to my to deferring to my preferences is currently deferring to uh, Gent's preferences, which at the moment has been expressed. <laughs> as... Sorry, Jack, you missed this entire conversation. No, no, I, I heard you guys. Okay. Which which is which has currently been expressed as diplomacy first, and if that fails, official mandate. Yes, but uh, so we can lead off with the official mandate. Actually, that's and Gent comes back in, his hair is wet and braided and, like, pulled back. I can uh, be diplomatic. Yes, you can. No, I've seen that. Um, if... Don't worry, Adarin, if you, anyone. Adarin, if you're thinking that the, uh, the official avenue in with just a couple people is best, then um, I vote we get up to the estate. I'll show them where the easiest exterior access is, assuming that's still intact. And then the three of us will approach the front door and tapping the link pearl, we'll shout if we need backup. Oh, I can show you guys where my hideout is so you can use that to tell a loan nearby. Perfect. You have a, of course you have a hideout because you're delightful. Of course I have a hideout. Hideouts um, are useful. John, I assume that I have some way through the mail system or something to let, uh, I'm forgetting his name. Koenig. My supervisor know. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to shoot him a short message just letting him know this is where I'm going. This is approximately why potentially related to these things. Yeah. I'm not really obfuscating anything from him, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, they're very easy to, to get a message to him. 
standard procedure. If you're going to a maybe demon infested noble house, you let your boss know where you win. As a rule, you're the dragonborn. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, Gent will check around and then get everybody set up and headed out. <laughs> and as you prepare to go investigate the Minar Estate, that's where we're going to take a quick break. So, those of you watching on Twitch, please stay tuned for these commercial messages. We'll be right back. We're back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. <clears throat> all right. So, you all head up to the... Are the Minars on the second or third tier? Second tier. Second tier? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Home sweet home. You head uh-huh. up to the second tier. Um, this is the this is hot, the highest most of you have ever been in Tarom. Um, Titania is actually the only person who has ever been higher than the second tier of your group. Mm-hmm. Um... You... Am I allowed to be up here? <laughs> there is a yes, yes. As with as as with going from uh, the uh, going from Nosha to the next level up, there is an even starker contrast between the third and second tier of Taram. The second tier has a lot more visual space than any other tier on the on the uh, any other terrace uh, in the city the there are it is a it is populated primarily by mansions massive sprawling estates and each of these estates seems to have a significant amount of ground dedicated to just it uh all all the all the noble families that live up here at this high in Tarum seem to have more spa- enough space that you could fit probably most of like like you the pig stickers the fishman's hook and a couple other company houses in their estate grounds. That's how much space is just taken up by the nobility in, in the second tier of Tarum. Um, it's very weird and very underpopulated. Like. Walking through the streets, you wouldn't be surprised if someone told you no one lived here. Because you see nobody as you move around. And that's weird, and that's weird for Get and Titania as well. Normally there is okay. normally there is some amount of movement around, but this is like there's not there's never a lot of people because everybody's either staying at their estates or has business elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But there's still typically some movement, particularly because this is also where some of the consulates are. On the uh, on the other side of the district from where you come up um, is where you have consulates from different nations. Um, and so there is always some amount of... Uh, on the other side of the Royal Forest, which is also on this level. Um, but yeah, there's no movement. It's almost barren. <laughs> This is weird. It's empty. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Usually there was at least something ghostly. Mm-hmm. I'll send Mal up in the air to see if we can get a wider picture and see if I see anybody from 100 feet up in the air. Yeah, uh, Mal, Mal sees people in, in estate grounds. 
Like there are there are people here, and from the grounds you can see some people, mostly like wall patrols on the various noble estates. Um, but nobody really in, not nobody really in the streets. Adairn leading the way doesn't seem as affected. It's potentially it's been this way for a little while, and she's just used to it. Um, sort of leads you towards the Minar estate. Gent, the last time you saw the Minara State, it was imposing, but not ominous. It was just like this mm-hmm. sort of uh, uh, this sort of uh, uh, overly elaborate elven stylings, uh, which uh, uh, melded with the Tyrian style of construction, which is uh, they elf, elven stylings uh, in Tarom typically involves uh, odd shapes. They don't use they don't use squares. Everything is rounded or comes to a curve or things like that. Nothing nothing ever has a hard edge on it. Uh-huh. Um, now it is much more of a gothic style. The walls have been redone. They're much they're much harder edges, darker colors, different stone. The walls are much higher than you recall them being, topped with uh, iron spikes. And you see standing guard outside the gate. There are these two individuals in the colors of the Minar family wearing this full body plate mail and these uh, they look like elven helmets Uh, elven helmets similar to dwarven helmets have features carved into them Um, but where dwarven helmets have like the the like uh, the Greek sort of uh, uh, super real uh, representation uh, elven helmets have a more um, symbolic representation so like they they'll have like the 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 they'll have like winged helms where the wings of the helms are the ears of the elf and like the the eyebrows like you'll have these sort of high eyebrows that are stylistically meant like sort of stylistically uh rendered both in order to provide additional protection to the forehead but also to make it to make the angu- the sort of angular features of elves even more angular um and so these, and they're typically flat-faced, full helmets. Sort of just standing there on guard with a pair of pikes. Okay. Gent will fish into his shirt, pull out a necklace, unclasp the chain, pull the ring that's hanging from it off, and slip it onto his finger. <clears throat> All right. So. We're going to ask for the Lady Dianave, and hopefully, go with that. Let's get everyone to the hideout first. Yes. Actually, yes. Uh, the Minara State is along the river, um, and in the t- in in the second tier of Taram, the river has the most awkward uh, 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 stretch of any of the tiers because normally the, the, the river has very clearly been directed you can tell throughout the city structure so that it hits most of the most of each terrace uh, it's roughly half the districts in every terrace as it as it winds through uh, because there are only two real districts in this t- in, in, in the second tier the royal forest and the consulates and then the nobility houses it only goes through the nobi- the houses of the, the nobility houses so it's much of a more steep sharp curve and you can very clearly see where it drops off 
uh, as it comes through the royal the royal palace um, from the second tier. She leads you along the river, and then at one point where it seems like there's really nothing, uh, she leans over the river and steps down into nothing, and you hear a chunk and the sound of gears turning as she then turns around and hops off the edge. Oh, following that. <laughs> and if you look down before you hop, you see that a ladder has appeared mm-hmm. that she has Ooh, caught on to. Jumps. <laughs> just um, look he jumps. will swing a leg down and start nope. climbing down. <laughs> As Scuzz takes a header off the cliff. Give us an acrobatics check, Scuzz. Uh, he's gonna. He's gonna. Actually, no, I'll do the I'll do that back check. If he fails that, then he's going to activate his little beanie. 19. You leave off, and then you realize your mistake quick enough to grab the ladder. <laughs> you realize your mistake. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's a thing that often Scuzz says, like, oh, that, duh. <laughs> It was at this point that he knew. <laughs> he several, up. several points he knew. <laughs> he just doesn't remember. Anyway. Uh, climbing down the ladder, you actually get into a small alcove that looks like it's been carved out of the side of the constructed riverbank um, that leads into a small room filled with a variety of clockwork uh, uh, projects and experiments. It, it looks like it, it is very much the definition of an artificer's workshop, where there's just uh, a few dozen, a few dozen half-finished projects that were never completed, uh, all manner of weird tinker things, and then blueprints like plastered onto the wall. In the same way, in the same way, in modern times, someone might put pinups or pictures of cars. There are just blueprints on the walls. Gent will drop a hand onto Scuzz's shoulder. Now, buckets. I'm going to be. I'm going to be relying on you to protect everybody here. Make sure nobody touches anything that's not theirs. Can you do that for me? Yes. That includes yourself. You have to lead by example. You understand. Oh, okay. Good man. Because he's never been a li- leader before. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Desperately attempting to do something preemptive. <laughs> Ariel just watches that whole thing with what can only be described as bemusement. <laughs> Adarin pulls out a big brew, like a big, you know, one of those long push brooms and like clears out some of the junk really quickly. I haven't had a chance to clean up in a bit. Sorry. Just the clattering of gears. No, I'm good. Thank you. Just the clattering of gears as things are pushed into corners and and there's a trough that some things get shoved into and then shunted out to who knows where. Well, this is nice. Um, Don't get your leg our... caught in there, by the way. She says, pointing at the trough. It's not. It's not very big. It's. It's. You'd have to be the size of a Darren or Scuzz, really, to get your leg caught in it. Are we all going up to the door, or just some of us, or? It's just like... me, Gent, and Carolina, wasn't it? 
unless yep. anyone feels like they would have very strong insights other than the people with personal experience, less is better. So presumably, yes. I mean, I'm, I'm fairly good at reading people, but I am also more than happy to, to stay behind if that is, if that is preferable. But you I've won't be more... staying. Sorry, you won't be staying here in the dark, she says as she goes over to a wall and pulls down uh, what seems to be like a crystal-like pane, and then picks up what you, as a modern as modern players, would recognize as an RC controller, <laughs> but you, as characters, would not recognize. Mm-hmm. She looks over, looks around hands it to Ariel the left stick is up and down the right stick is left and right and the button in the middle turns it on noted thank you she turned it on yep you hit the button yeah the the crystal screen lights up with a view of all of you and if you turn to look in the direction that this perspective gives you, there is a small clockwork pigeon. Fascinating. She's given you a drone with a GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, it and, kind of uh, the pigeon doesn't have stability because, like, you put the camera on, like, a, a bird and it, its head doesn't move, so it's... <laughs> Work the, with me here. I couldn't make this a joke. <laughs> the shoulder buttons, the uh, the right shoulder goes forward, the left shoulder goes back. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Ariel needs to just like make an intelligent save at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, from our approach, does Ghent think that this hideout is within Link Pearl range of the estate? Yes. Okay, cool. It's just out. It, yeah. it, it, you figure it's probably just outside the walls of the estate. Okay. Okay, let's go. All right. Did, uh, did you prepare your spell? Yeah. Um. And I tap Carol. Well, can I cast something on you? Go ahead. I cast uh, enhance ability on you. Oh, nice. nice. With. Eagle Splendor, so you have advantage on charisma checks. Good. Need that. There's, I figured. There Good. is this as as Tanya casts the spell, you feel this warmth spreading from your core, and you suddenly feel very confident. Got Again, I'm confident. Uh, yes. Is there something while you are inside, would you do you plan on talking at all, or anything? There will probably be some of that, yes. Uh, I I as well prepared this spell uh, that Titania did. Mine is a little bit different, not as much plants, but um, I can do that, that, or perhaps if you want to gage your family's reactions... That that actually might be even better. Okay. Um, I will cast Enhance Ability as well for Owl's Wisdom. Excellent. Yep. Um, 
and Ghent will, I'm sure there's probably at least a few scraps of paper around here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Ghent's going to grab a piece of paper and a quill or something and make a quick sketch of what he remembers the estate grounds to sort of be as an out, uh, as a, as a, as a sort of like a brief map and explain to, to Ithram, all right, this is where the second floor balcony is. You can access it from, there used to be a trellis and vines, or just simply stacking yourselves up and climbing. You'll probably have, I had key, I had stolen a key. I don't have it anymore, so you may have to break the window, but basically giving them an exterior access with as little uh, exposure to where, he assumes likely guard positions would be held. And of course, everything's changed, so this might be completely useless, but it's something just in case. Yeah, the uh, the, particularly this route would take you over the back wall and thus over the gardener's uh, shed. So it's like down the back of the down the back of the state over to the gardener's roof and then over the back wall from there. Are we going over the garden wall? Yes, (laughs) possibly. I could also just reminder that I can come with not as someone visible as something small in a pocket or whatever. Do they have any anti-magic intrusion sort of things? I would imagine I would imagine they do. Oh, does that not work? I don't know. I, I don't I don't actually know. If we're trying to do this legally, we should probably raise the least suspicion possible. Probably why. I defer to Lord Valdez's expertise. I appreciate that. that here for now. I appreciate there how that almost didn't sound like it. to that comment. <laughs> I was going to say, I appreciate how it almost didn't sound like it was said through your teeth. <laughs> you know, you keep saying that and it keeps meaning the exact same thing. <sighs> anyway, I can't exactly provide advice from back here in a, in a hideout, so use your best judgment. All right, three of us go and the rest of you keep listening in case we need to yell for you. Hmm. Yeah, I would say anything, any any additions to any plans that if they go wrong, go catastrophically wrong, probably best not to add those. That's just my experience as an is it though. <laughs> Save your tiny and fast form for if you need to get to us quickly. How's that? Fine. Yeah. Let's we'll call it since that's a po- that is the point where, where we will certainly be going into combat. The fast and furious form. <laughs> Excellent plan. I am climbing the ladder before anyone else has additions to this plan. <laughs> you should write that down, Ariel. <laughs> Already done. 
Ooh, if you have like multiple variants, you could have it like the Fast and the Furious one and two and three and four. <laughs> Although, to be fair, I'm not sure that the person who focuses their 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 combat values on guns should be talking about Fast and Furious. Um... Oh no, <laughs> Fast and Furious two would be too easy. It's too fast, too furious. True, true, true. That sounds horrible, and I will not be doing that. That was out of character because I have left. Okay, fair. <laughs> All right, yep. Gent's following. So, Darren also follows, mostly because she has to set the ladder back. Uh, those yeah. of you that are those of you that are in the in the hideout uh, as they get back to the top, and Darren puts her foot down and steps, and you hear that click and gear shifting. You you watch the ladder actually turn sideways and slide into the side of the canal. So it's completely hidden from view. She then thinks about it and then drops down, like leaning over the edge of the canal. By the way, if you need to open the ladder from that side, there's a foot pad next to the edge. <laughs> if you look, you can see there's like a there's like a little there's a little panel that is shaped like a foot. I get the, the sense thing. a lot of is it accidentally trap people in their murder boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, seems this was not intended possible. to be a puzzle room that would kill you. It just, <laughs> it just is. is. <laughs> Finally back for my three but weeks of taking a break. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, you accidentally locked a bunch of assistants in your lab <laughs> and forgot to tell them how to get out. <laughs> so, yeah. You guys, the three of you approach the, the main gate. Well, here goes nothing, I suppose. Yep. And falls into step behind Carolina. <laughs> walk up to the gate. Um, Darren is skipping. He's like next to Carolina. Just have my badge uh, just to one of the guards. Hello. Oh, I'm Caroline. Huh? I'm with the guy. Ace and I. I need to, to view Lady Denial. The the two guards turn and look at each other. They turn and look back and sort of lean forward towards the badge. Hold it up. They lean back, and one of them just sort of, uh, uh, sort of uh, clenched fist uh, bashes the side of the wall, and you hear a bell ring on the other side. They tilt their head slightly as they continue to watch you. After a few moments, a unhelmeted elfin elven figure. Um, this one, uh, uh, bright red hair, cut short and tied back into a warrior knot. Um, um, wearing the same kind of plate armor, uh, with a helmet under, tucked under the arm, uh, approaches. Do I recognize this face? <laughs> Give me a history check. This is one of the family members right. that you wouldn't have been very closely familiar with. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, yeah, you recognize this person. Uh, this is... Pull up my list of Minars. 
this is Garant. Uh, Garant Minar, who uh, is a member of the... Who, as far as you were last aware, was a member of the the, uh, Tyrian Legion. Okay. Is he another cousin? Uh, uh, Uncle, a few times removed. Okay. Ah, Ghent and Hello. Honored Geist, please come in. Then he opens the gate, sees a Darren and a Darren. You wish to see Lady uh, uh, Jack? Are you Dianave. Dian- thank you. You wish Dianave. to speak with Lady Dianave. And says, Indeed. directing it to Carolina. And this is regarding. A currently ongoing investigation. Unfortunately, I am not authorized to discuss the details. Let's just conduct interviews. He sort of gives you a look like he's trying to parse out what it is you're talking about. But you also... I mean, I am being honest yeah. for what it matters. Uh, you don't have to make a roll because it doesn't matter because he has to listen to you. <laughs> yeah. But you, 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 you get the sense that You've you've seen this before, especially when Koenig uh, goes around doing interviews because he, he's brought he's he has mm-hmm. as your training officer he has taken you to interviews. He will just stride in as if he owns the place, and mm-hmm. and and he he likes to put people off that way. Um, you so you've seen this look before. Yeah, Caroline is short and less aggressive, so it's less striding in as if they own the place and more like you're gonna let me do this anyway. Yeah. The understanding uh, of the inevitable <laughs> gives you a look, as you say, ma'am. This way, and he turns, uh, gives sort of a sharp uh, military turn, and strides off through the gate towards the main compound. The Menara State, uh, Ghent, as you remember it, the layout seems to be roughly the same. It's just the materials have changed. Uh, like I said, it's gone from this smooth curves and no real hard edges to lots of hard edges all over the place. Um, the grounds seem almost like they haven't been tended to in many, in many months. Uh, the grass, the yard is cut short. What was once a what what, what was once a auspicious. Uh, uh, garden and hedge has basically been completely cleared away. There aren't even any like benches. It's just open yard for open yard's sake at this moment, and it's a significant yard because you have a significant walk from the main gate to the to the actual estate itself, which is this large multi-level, uh, multi-compact, like sort of multi-compounded uh, uh, manner um, in which there lives currently, or at least as far as your last reckoning, about three. Generations of Menars, right? With love, what you've done with the place? Whose idea was all this? There is no response from the guard captain. Okay. <laughs> he is in. He is in. Direct them as as is my duty mode, and ignore yep. the two that are with them. <laughs> oh, Caroline is actually probably also ignoring Gant. Um. A Darren mutters under her breath, I miss the maze. Because <laughs> you guys had a hedge mage. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
eventually you get up to the manor itself and as he opens the door there are two more guards on either side of the door he opens the door to lead you inside you get this sense of cold you're uh, again for you the manor was always like cold socially but this is cold physically like Mm. it's almost like the entire manor has been put on ice uh, as you step in it's not cold enough that your breath appears or anything but it's definitely something is wrong and you're start- starting to get the sense there's of there's a chill you're starting to get the sense of what Adarin was talking about how there's something is wrong here and you can't really put your finger on what it is you just have this underlying sense of wrong okay eventually he leads you through uh, the the manor um up a story and back uh, to the second level and towards the back end of the house, which is where your 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 rooms always were. Mm-hmm. You don't see anybody other than these masked guards and um, and Garant. Okay. Though you do yeah, still, that's unusual. Though you do still see the family portraits all along the walls. Um, everyone but you, obviously. Uh-huh. You know, gathered around the, you know, various states of, of, of we're posing for paintings now because that's the thing we're supposed to do. Uh, as you get to the room where your mother stays, you see this fairly large, fairly well-maintained painting of her sort of sitting alone at a fireplace. Um, looking off into the middle distance in the painting. The door opens. I will have to. I will note. I will let you know that le- the lady is not feeling well. So if you would keep your interview time short, we would appreciate it. It'll be brief. Good. Good. I will. Will endeavor to get all of my information as quickly as possible. If you need anything, I will be right here. Head on in. The door closes behind the three of you. And you're in the antechamber to get your rooms. You they're they are mostly the same. Uh mm-hmm. in fact, eerily identical to how they were a year ago. Um and in the antechamber you find your mother sitting in a fairly well appointed armchair, staring at a fireplace. Lady Danningham? This uh, uh, Gint's mother is rail thin. Thin even for an elf. Thin. Uh, the skin on her the skin on her body is taut in all the various places that it gets when you become a, a, a when, you, when you get to a certain age and a certain lack of weight. Um, she has this almost iron cut jaw at the moment this like hard edges to her jawline and uh light red hair that just sort of hangs down short cut very short uh towards the back of her head um no her bangs have all been pushed back and her eyes are just and her sort of green eyes are just staring at the fireplace I'm going to take a peek at her ether with my uh, lingering magic, detect magic thing. Her ether is stagnant. It's very similar to what you saw 
uh, or what, what you guys had sort of deduced was happening on the other side of the light wall. Mm-hmm. Where uh, where a normal person's ether is fairly balanced, though might lean towards one element or another, hers has all been mostly consolidated. Mother, there is no response. To your knowledge, has Lady Durham had any excursions to the Lightwall recently? Adarin shrugs her shoulders. Unless my grandfather had a very significant change of heart, she was rarely permitted to leave the house. He likes to hang the transgression with my father over her and demand she remain here where he can keep an eye. You, you, in fact, you know that's why that painting is by her door? You notice, mm-hmm. you notice what's missing from that painting? <laughs> yep, that'd be me. <laughs> uh, can Gent just try an Arcana check, see if he can pick up anything in the area? Sure, go ahead. Uh, and for what it's worth, Carolina, her aether has been solidified into um, uh, ice. Mostly ice. Does it seem... Hey, that's a natural 20. I'm frozen at all. I know I didn't see when our group had that happen. No, it doesn't seem to be the same thing. Okay. No. At least not from from the description you were given, uh, which was that it, there was no visible change to the ether of people who were locked in time like that. Uh, right. This is a very visible change to her yeah. ether. I, was, I knew that what's his name had given us a description i just wanted yeah, to mention. Yeah. sorry gent has a natural 20 to deal with um yep <clears throat> with an arcana check uh, with a with a natural 20 arcana check something you you something has altered her ether to the point where she is only barely her anymore mm-hmm. that would be your best guess there's no there's 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 no lights on nobody's home right this mm-hmm. is a body yep. that is alive but no processes are going on right uh, it's like she's frozen yes you're absolutely right. frozen literally in this case though do you have any knowledge of a particular connection between her and entities of ice magic <laughs> Let's see. I can't think of particulars. And Ghent is literally just going to cast his mind back to the night of the invasion. You do recall that prior to that event, Alfenbar was an ice mage. Okay. Primarily. That was the element that my uncle had the most affinity for in his magics. Hmm. Um, We're probably going to... Darren, can you detect curses, hexes, that sort of thing, if there's anything evident, persistent in uh, either a location or on someone? She looks around. I can try. I'm not really a curse breaker, though. Even just if you can tell if there's one around. I'm not suggesting we... Just she break this whole thing ourselves. She reaches into her backpack, pulls out a series of tools and a wand, and begins tinkering with something to see if she can make something. 
Um, I'm going to call upon my dubious knowledge to see if there's anything specific I could do in this instance to elicit more information sure. magically or more detail because Go ahead and give me a this roll. isn't I can do much with. Yeah. An arcana check with advantage. 12. So I may have failed, but I learned one true thing and one false thing. So you're thinking about various ways that you could figure out what this curse is. And you come up with two ideas. One, well, if if there was some sort of demonic you, you still don't know what exactly happened uh, that Gent keeps referring to because I don't think he's given you the whole story yet. Um, he gave us a lot of it when we were being interviewed about Frozen Time, but... Yeah, but not... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you don't... You, maybe there is some sort of catalyst revolving around the incident that occurred that is causing her to have some sort of weird reaction you could probably uh you could probably like take a blood sample and do some probably some artificers could probably do some sort of scientific analysis to it and see if there's anything weird in her blood you could also summon a demon and ask them they tend to know a lot of things am i allowed to take a blood sample as part of my interview not typically but you know (laughs) <laughs> but there's a closed door between us and anybody who's going to bitch at you about it. <sighs> Should we call in backup, tell them to come quickly and quietly? At least we would maybe have more resources for gathering information, or should we go confront my grandfather? If you, that sounds uh, fun. She, she, Darren points to your link, Pearl. If they use the bird, they could probably get size eyes on it, and if you could communicate, they wouldn't have to come with. Fair enough. And Gent will put through a call. All of you, all of your link pearls ring. Yep. Well, we're inside. There seems to be some sort of weird magical frozen entity thing that's affecting my mother. Uh, Her aether's consolidated almost entirely into ice, and she doesn't seem to have any normal lifelike processes really going on. She's practically frozen. So if you at least want to get pigeon eyes on this thing. Pause. Hold on just a moment. It takes you a few minutes to figure out how to accurately fly this pigeon. To be fair, I figured that that in the meantime, I would have been, I mean, this is some uh, Ariel, somebody who, who does tinker and work with things. Yeah. As for so I, I figure like in the ensuing time she's been sort of like flying it around this little room a little bit. Yeah. To to get comfortable with the control. So yeah. But it doesn't take you too long to get to get used to it, especially yeah. if you've been doing that. Uh and you get the pigeon flying. Those of you that are in the room can see on this crystal screen what the pigeon sees as it flies out of the canal and up and over and towards the Minara State. Um, Gent um, will do his best to give v- verbal instructions of this is the part of the castle you're going to want to come to kind of uh, thing. Aaron? As that's happening, because I assume that'll take a few minutes, I'm going to use my magical tinkering to just 
do a few different sounds, a few different visual olfactory effects, see if there's any specific triggers that do elicit some level of response from her. Uh, yeah. Uh, you go through... Because I can make various yeah. sounds and smells. And you run visual. the gamut. As much yeah. as you can just, like, think of, nothing gets a reaction. Um, and as you're doing and as you're doing that and as Adarin is tinkering with something the pigeon alights on the windowsill it's currently closed so it's outside uh, those of you that are in yep. the hideout you're looking at a, a, a closed window which get, then <laughs> opens up and now you're looking opens. at Gent's face yeah. alright oh, so darling. here we are and he'll sort of just turn and gesture <laughs> to yep. where his mother is seated just staring at a fireplace Fly down, get a good good position. Move over onto the Move like the mantle team. of the fireplace. Yeah. Anyone who wants to that's looking from there can make an arcana check. Sure. Why not? Nope. I don't know what this is. <laughs> natural twenty. There's my so boy. So many natural twenties tonight, guys. Jeez. Eighteen. Better than so many. Better than the number of natural ones you guys had that other day. <laughs> <laughs> About what I expected to get. Same. Ithram, you're getting pretty much the same thing that Yent was getting. Something has something has affected her ether to the point where she is just barely alive. The rest of you, it looks like she's not eating. It looks like she hasn't probably hasn't slept in a while. Um, definitely some sort of magical effect is sustaining her. Likely the magical effect that is making it so she doesn't have to eat is the same thing that's making it so that she doesn't respond. Any thoughts? Do any of you there have access to the identify spell? Yeah. Uh, if you focus on her while you cast it, you may be able to see what uh, effects she may be under. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I will do that. So, it is at that point that Darren finishes ritual casting identify. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which is Actually, what she's been Caroline doing. Caroline is also an artificer. I understand we're different subtypes, but I probably can tell that's what that spell. Oh yeah, is. yeah, you can tell. I yeah. cast it the same way. Looking at how she, yeah she's she's using different materials, but looking at what she's putting together, it looks like she's putting together some sort of a scanner with which to cast and identify. Okay, so instead of saying okay, Carolina goes. That seems redundant. As many. I'm glad, Jeremy. Any thoughts? Esme, any thoughts? <sighs> the only things that use, the only things that consolidate their uh, people's aether like this are things that are typically feeding off the others. I would suggest that it's not an ice creature that did this, but something, rather something that abhors ice. If that's the only thing that they left. So fire type creature. I would assume. Sounds like a parasite. Some sort of fire thing. At least that's what my other half is suggesting. <laughs> Gent turns towards the fireplace. <laughs> Weird, she's staring at a fire. Um, right. <laughs> visual clues. That could just be... House! <laughs> um, the the scanner finishes and uh, Adarin sort of like put, presses it against uh, 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 
Dianav's Dianav's leg, like uh, through the through the dress that she's wearing um uh-huh. and there's just like a beeping sound and a readout and then a little bit of paper comes out the side of it which she tears off and looks at and looking over her shoulder it looks like gibberish specifically yep. gibberish in elvish uh but she seems to be able to read it um uh, she it she is under a curse but it's not like a it's not like a regular curse it's like uh, like something's feeding off of her because she doesn't have a link pearl so she can't right. hear what Ariel said <laughs> right yeah <laughs> that's elaborates corroborates what Ariel was saying and the fire could very well be a um conduit for you might Nexus want to try sort of thing out Ken's gonna look around and see if there's a basin of water or anything. There is. All right. Well, glances down. I always kind of did hate this carpet. Just chucks it full force into the uh, into the fireplace. The water instantly evaporates into steam. The fire seems unaffected. Does that strike me as a magical? Magic fire? Yeah. <laughs> I think we have just a conflict to here. Confirm it wasn't just like, oh yeah, you poured a glass of water into a large fireplace at a rich person's house. Obviously, it doesn't. Yeah, not. no, no. This should, if it was a regular fire, that would have been put out. Right. And as far as Gens aware, we usually had regular fire. Correct. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well. No, you just you just have every fireplace that ever has an ever burning flame. You know. Right. As the gun uh, is coming out. <laughs> considering the cost of the continual flame spell, that's exorbitant even for rich fucks. Uh, <laughs> putting a hand on Gens, like, trigger arm. <laughs> Do you have a way to dispel magic, or, or should we simply move on? Uh... I think it'd probably be... If if that question was asked over the... Yeah, it's not being asked over the link, bro. Well, it is... What I'm saying is, it is now by Ghent. Ithram, can you dispel magics? I do have that spell in my book, yes, and prepared. I don't think this is the kind of thing that can be dispelled, Adarin says, looking at the paper that she's reading. Yes, if there is... There needs to be a specific attunement and... Understood. Well, if there's more information to be gained by interviewing us, those in this household, I can attempt that. Or I mean, we... I'm, I'm not overtly familiar, but this seems, this sounds like the kind of thing you want a holy person in for, the kind of person that removes curses. Thank you for preempting me with your wisdom, Lord Valdath. Um, we could, could return with, with proper expertise, he said another time. I would counsel that one or the other is an available option. I, I don't think we want to try to... She looks over at, uh, Darren looks over at Ghent. You felt that, right, when you came in? I did. I don't think we're going to get anything out of anybody here. 
my question, my concern is how much time do we have? Yes, she, she, she doesn't look in good health. I believe there was something said of whatever's leeching off of her is also sustaining her life, at least. So we may have a bit of time. Indeed. Frankly, Go ahead. And frankly, if we do not have the expertise to do anything, it's rather a moot point in, in terms of preserving our it may actually be faster to just come back with proper expertise. You're not wrong. I'm I just there is well well life well well certainly she's probably being sustained the possibility of permanent damage the longer we wait. I don't know. I don't I Very don't well, think... what would you suggest? I would suggest you let me finish my sentence. I don't necessarily have an answer. I'm simply pointing out information so that so that Gent and Adar can can make the ultimate call here and presenting in case it hadn't been thought of the idea that the quicker we can act, the quicker that any permanent effects can be minimized. Indeed. Darren, unless you've got something else up your sleeves, I think we're sort of at the limit of our current resources and we'll have to come back with something better to handle this. I, you know, the only thing I can think of is going to talk to some of the family that doesn't live in Taram, but that'll take a while. Because I assume, I, I don't know if this, whatever this is, she sort of gestures at the building has spread beyond the borders of the city, but... I believe we have the resources to commission a message spell for you. Let's go. She packs up her kit. Yeah, I'm making that decision actively, heading, opening the door. And maybe... Genjus. Back from... Genjus. Sorry, go ahead. I may need to come back for a follow-up interview later, but if you would be so kind as to show us out for now. Of course, ma'am. Jack. Again, just rests a hand on his mother's shoulder for a second. Not really expecting any sort of response or reaction, but waiting just a little bit, just in case to see. Nothing. And then turns to follow. Darren gives her a kiss on the cheek and follows. Wish I still had a light on those feet, hunters. God damn it. And Gent will make sure to. Gent will make sure to leave the window open so that the pigeon can leave. <laughs> you are the three of you are escorted out. <laughs> Thank you, Carolina. Your presence was exactly what was required. Of course. Um, GM, I have a question. It, maybe Carolina doesn't know, but I assume this would come up in training. 
do the dice potentially have access to some like people with religious background that consult for them each geist has their own network of individuals koenig probably does uh, Koenig, Koenig has his fingers in a lot of pies. Uh, so. Yeah, and especially within the circles of adventurers, he yeah. probably knows someone. Okay. But there isn't like a, if you need a holy person and you're representing the guys, you should really be going here. No, no. It's like most, many guys work with the, uh, many guys work with the, the, uh, the Church of the God Emperor. Um, mm-hmm. just because we're in the same yeah. city, uh, but it's it's not, it's it's on you. You have the you have the discretion as an individual to determine who would be best, most useful for your task. Because Support they don't your local businesses and religions, <laughs> mostly because uh, from the guy's perspective, the people that are best equipped to solve problems in certain sections of the city are the people that are from that section of the city, not people that are from somewhere else. Yeah. So. Yeah. Also, it's not like we arrest people. We're more of a exploratory espionage yeah. division in the first place. Um, which doesn't mean I don't want handcuffs with, with spikes on the inside, uh, <laughs> but they're not a standard issue. No, I was gonna say I think I think you know th- at least three people now that could probably make you something like that, including yourself, <laughs> or including me, the yep. artificer. <laughs> um, yeah. Hell, Darren, no, leads you back to the the the, the river and. Click, click. You all, those of you that are in the hideout here, the ladder come back out as they climb down. So, we need a fucking cleric or something, I think. Um, sounds about right. Someone... I, I literally had a line on Fiend Hunters like two weeks ago, and I don't, didn't keep track of the fuck. Um, I mean, do you know anybody, that, do you know anybody no. that can keep track of them? <laughs> if... There was fuck. Where was I when I ran into Fiend Hunters having a conversation? There was a, there was an explo- There was a it was a party. Titania had taken yeah. you to. Um, there was a it was a um, it was a showcasing of uh, adventure of, of an adventurer that had come back from the land of Morn, uh, and they had brought back with them a variety of things, including uh, including a a Fiend Hunter and b an example of Fiend Hunter armor. Mm-hmm. Didn't they say they were going back at some specific point? Or no. no, they were one they, of the attendees. One of the attendees was the one. The, 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 the Gitterbald Darmus. Yeah, Gitter, Gitterbald Darmus was there. That's where you met Gitterbald. But the 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 fiend hunter was not related to Gitterbald. It was that was the event that was there. I know there's a fiend hunter in the city, right? Maybe right now, and. Exorcism in particular, dealing with things of unholy nature, which, based on what little we've heard, this sounds similar, is sort of their forte. Inciting incident seems likely. Also, the fact that that house is definitely haunted. In a vacuum. The the fiend the fiend hunters. The Fiend Hunters of Morn are a collection of 
various individuals who specialize in, as the name suggests, dealing with fiends of all stripes. So, one of them would be a potential value. Question for you, Valdeth. Is that a, uh... Do they utilize various techniques? Is it primarily magical, primarily blade and... and Both. It's... Everyone who's part of the Fiend Hunters is there to hunt fiends. There are people who wield magic, people who wield the blade, people who wield a mix of both. Fascinating. All right. The one, the, the, big, that, the big selling point of the Fiend Hunters that, uh, that you would know, Valdeth, being from Morn, is that they, many of them, di- uh, kill fiends and take their power. The, the primary thing is they don't just kill the fiend, they siphon its essence out so that it can't keep doing what it was doing even after death. And also so they can use that power to kill other fiends. (laughs) That's certainly a choice. Anyone else have religious references? There's people I can ask, but nothing specific. I know my way around the cult of Mardok in this city a bit. Please, it's a fraternity of Mardok. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was th- I was thinking Warhammer shit for a minute there, and literally everything is the cult of whatever. Um, <laughs> That's legit. Even even if it's you know state sanctioned. Um, but yeah. I yeah, my only one would be the Archbishop is someone I may have to talk to at some point anyway, so... Well, I mean, if we can get the Archbishop down here, he could probably clean this up very quickly. I can... I certainly have some contacts, not not specifically religious. How much in an hour to hire an Archbishop? (laughs) In the back of your... Wow. In the back of your head, Ariel Esme goes, there was this very cute cleric that we met the other day. Which one was that? The one in the robes that you could see through when they stood at just the right angle. Would you stop? Um, <laughs> valid point, but stop. Um, but I, I do have... here being horny on main. <laughs> I do have... Right? Same. <laughs> what god is she from? <laughs> yeah. I know, exactly. Valid. Um, I do, hey, I do valid. have... Uh, listen, you you hunt enough human beings in this place for 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 justice or revenge or retribution or the like, all for money, and you do pick up a contact or two. Also, y- you know, I, I I think if we can find some find a a place to 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 Lenirathis, I'm pretty sure I can get them to be predisposed towards us. I'm just saying. Okay, and so that works. Um, I do think it might also be a good idea to at least try and send a message to your family outside the city, just to get a sense of the scope of the problem. But I have some vacation months coming up. I could go out. I could actually just go there. That also would work. It's up to you. All right. We've got a couple of avenues to push to track down to solve this problem. And nice. a meeting tomorrow, so let's do what we can today. I will be heading to the library to perhaps see if I can figure out, uh, get some sort of lead on what type of creature to aid whoever we get to help us. 
you you all sort of see Adarin's head just suddenly snap up as she gets an idea. There's an archive in Core that I could go to that has lots of books about really weird things. I did not get to get to this this archive. I wanted to get to it before I came here, but I could not make the trip. If yeah, and my third, second, no. I don't remember numbers. No, you're not going. You are free to go, of course, but no. All right. Um, everyone who's got a lead, chase it down, I guess. I'll go looking for fiend hunters. Ithrim, do some research. And the rest of us want, will head up the temples, I suppose. Do you want help finding the fiend hunter? If you want to come along. I ain't got nowhere else to go. <laughs> the only holy people I know aren't here, which is weird. Seriously, I'm, I'm sure starting to get a- really, like, disoriented with everything in my brain. There's too much in my brain for a goblin. No, that's silly. There's never too much in your brain, no matter what you are. There's never too much in my stomach. That's the action. (laughs) Disagree. (laughs) Darren and Ariel, fundamental differences in ideologies. (laughs) And in lived experience. And in lived experience, yes, exactly. I I feel like Ariel and Scuzz both speak from a point of lived experience. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, and... (laughs) Darren's also on a completely different access. Or ac- yeah. Access. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so we split up. Mm-hmm. Go ask questions. Darren takes the controller back from Ariel and flies the pigeon back. Just like, whew, perfect. Eight-point land. <laughs> Alright, let's get to work. Do everything we can today. Deal with our meeting tomorrow. Deal with this in the best timetable we can figure out. And break! <laughs> no, we already went one of those. That was... <laughs> so, you all leave Adarin's hideout. She disguises the ladder again. Um, she, as you guys are preparing to, to, to head off, she looks around, reaches into her back, uh, pulls out what looks like a pouch from the bag, opens it up, unfolds it into a boat, and just sort of pushes it off into the river and hops onto it and sails down the river. Hey, <laughs> collapsible boats. That girl... Best D&D weapon. <laughs> ...is the weirdest part of my family. She's so smart! The from best, from, from what you said, you might be you might be looking at the best part of your family that isn't you. It's a very strange way to say best. But. Mm-hmm. I think you said the wrong word for best. Is it a language barrier thing? <laughs> Just reaches sometimes. out and and pats Scuzz on the head hard enough that Scuzz gets like driven a few inches into the mud. <laughs> from my like knowledge, of stops him. <laughs> Their primate directive is to outweird everything around them. Sometimes literally, because they make things called weirds, you see. <laughs> oh, you guys haven't even met my cousin. Nope. He's going to leave it at that. And walks away. <laughs> so, Valdeth and Skies are hunting for fiend hunters. Uh... 
What did, what, Titania, what are you doing? I'm gonna go try and find the Archbishop. I'm not sure if, like, based on Titania's experience, would it be better to go into the, um, whatever layer that was, um, directly and ask there, or, like, go through intermediaries and basically talk to relatives, because I'm already up here on this level. Um, uh, honestly. to go down into, uh, is it Celesti? Honestly, you have no idea. Um, the the you've never even considered talking to the Archbishop of the God Emperor's yeah. Church before. So you've no, okay. you don't even know where you would find them at the moment. Okay, I'm gonna go talk to my. Does I mean, I'll go say hi to my family the, and see the, if they know where to find the Archbishop. The, the Temple District is as good a place as any to start, but you could also just start here. I'm going to start also here. I also want to pro- point out Druids are also divine casters, and your Druids specifically deal with life and death. Yeah, I'm... I, yeah, you could also I, talk to the Archdruid. Okay. I'm just throwing that out there, because Titania yeah. does have that contact if she'd see that as something to use. Yeah, I'd probably... I'd, yeah i'm not sure what what Tatiana's knowledge of like whether that would be better going cleric wise for what has been presented to us you would know you you, you would know that you would know that at the very least the archdruid would know where the archbishop was okay all right Oh yeah! The, oh, as oh. you as you saw when the archmage was talking to the archdruid, all the arch yep. X individuals seem to know of each other. Yeah, <laughs> all the arch, all the arch, It's an arch thing. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll go down into the druids right. forest arch. again. Gent arch general, Gent, where are you going? Uh, Gent is going to probably the temple district. And just looking around to see, because as far as far as Gen's concerned, the the clerics and and paladins of Marduk are the adventury religious people, and he's just looking for who's the most effective adventury religious person I can find. All right, Ithram, where are you going? Uh, he's going to go to um, what's. Uh, one of the bigger libraries. Oh, and he, um, he's got four hours of investigating it with uh, with magical assistance. <laughs> so uh, he'll use that up if he has to. Uh, so you're going to go to well, that's the question. There are a variety of libraries. Are you yeah. going to uh, Are you going to Solaris, where the Medical Academy Library would be? Are you going to the Weaveborn District, where you would find the Arcane Libraries of the Weaveborn? Are you going to the Izzet Academy, where you would find the techn- you know, their libraries? Which library are you wanting to go to? Um, I'll go to the Arcane one. Uh, or to the Temple they- District, where you would find religious texts. Uh, is the um, religious temple and the how close, how far away are the arcane and religious temples from each uh, other? Uh, the religious, the, the temple district is in Celesti, which is the layer below Nosha. So you're okay, current, then... you're currently in Day, which is the second layer. You'd have yeah. to go down through Lex Cybus Nosha and then into Celesti to get to the Temple District, or just into Nosha to get to the Weaveborn Academy. So he'll go to the Arcane Academy first, and then on his way after a few hours there, if he 
strikes out or feels like he's striking out, then he'll go to the one in uh, the Temple District. Sorry? It's been uh, his last bit of time there. Carolina, where are you going? So I have a question. I feel like Carolina would know the answer to. Do any of the local faiths exchange favors for followers? Like, oh, if you become a follower of us, we'll do something nice for you to start out. Signing bonus? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Signing bonus and selling my soul all, all but to a divine-ish. Not explicitly, okay. no. No, that's inconvenient. Well, that was my first choice. Second choice is I'm going to head to uh, the college in the Weaveborn district where we initially went to get examined about the being frozen in time thing. Mm -hmm. I have a few specific things I want to do there. Okay. And Ariel, where are you on? Uh, don't know. All right. Well, we're Sorry. Gonna... Work stuff took over. That's fine. We're not going to get to you in it today anyways, so you'll have a week to figure that out. Fair enough. We're going to start and probably end with Ghent. So, Ghent, you head down to the Temple District looking for uh -huh. looking for a finger of Mardok or something else, or something similar. Uh, for those who aren't familiar with the, with the, with the terminology, uh, all clerics or priests or paladins of Mardok are called fingers of Mardok, because uh, in in Mardok in 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 those that follow Mardok, all are equal. All, all of his followers are equal in his eyes, the equivalent of one of his fingers. Um, so so thus, not Rosaria vibes. No. So thus, all of his all of his. All of his followers are his fingers. Um, and considered being a finger of Marduk, but Marduk doesn't do this nearly enough for Ghent, so he decided not. You could have been the middle finger if you wanted to. That's <laughs> the middle, middle finger, finger of Marduk. Those are, those are typically paladins, yeah. but I mean... Right! Marduk doesn't really care which of his fingers you consider him yourself as. You're, just, right. you're all yeah. one of his fingers. Um... <laughs> You are all equally Tried important. So hard not to make jokes. <laughs> yep. So hard. Uh, so, Ghent, who missed his chance to get fingered, uh, goes yep. to the Temple District. <laughs> uh, and very, it's very easy to find any of the uh, any of the religious uh, locations of Mardok. Uh, because I joked they were fraternities, but that's not actually a joke. They are basically fraternities, where if there if there isn't drinking, there's partying, and if there isn't partying, there's drinking, and if there isn't both at the same time, you're doing it wrong. Um, because that's how Mardok be. Mardok is the god of adventuring and boastful, and like like he is the he is the god of boasting. He is the god who where you 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 go out on a great adventure, you kill a mighty dragon. And then you bring its you bring its skull back to the tavern and drink wine out of it, like that's the that's who Mardok is, and thus many of his followers are like that. So you basically look for the first bar fight and you find it. Um, he's what happens when Bacchus and Thor end up in a fusion. <laughs> kind of. Um, so when you go looking for a for a bar fight, again, I are you looking for the biggest person there or the smallest person there? Um, Halflings make probably, the best paladins, remember. 
or Kima. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. That was completely irrelevant. Actually, Ghent is going to be looking for the person who's kind of watching the bar fight, but is obviously sitting back and not joining in until they think it's going to be worth their while, until it gets interesting. Okay. Also, the best fighter is Harry. <laughs> it's true. So, but probably cheating a little towards the smaller side, yes. So, you find a bar brawl that has spilled out of a temple. Uh, temples of Marduk tend to be like upturned boats that somebody just like sort of dragged onto the land and knocked a door into. Um, Turn a long boat into a long house. Yeah. Uh, and and there is currently a massive brawl going on in the temple district, and other people that aren't part of it, sort of on the sidelines taking bets, buying food and drink. There's a barker there that's like got a ha- got a large hat on and has like menu prices on it. Has a tr- one of those, you know, trays that are held up by, you know, by your neck. And it's like just uh-huh. selling food to passersby who are watching because the whole thing is a festivity, you say. Right. Uh, and looking looking through that, you see one you, you see one individual that catches your eye uh, is a uh, is a lizard folk. Um, uh, who's just sitting back, uh, sitting back on a broken bit of frame of the the upturn of the temple? Like it looks like somebody got thrown out and made a hole, and he's just sort of sitting in the hole with a pint okay. in one hand, uh, with a pint in one hand and a leg of something in the other, just sort of <laughs> drinking out the side of his mouth because they've got the you know they've got the long. Uh, alligator right, yep. mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, just sitting there wearing uh, wearing what looks like um, uh, a very well capped but brightly painted plate armor um, okay. has this like it, it's painted in the colors of Mardok which are uh, which are red blue green and gold and mm-hmm. not in any sort of uniform fashion it's just sort of splashed right. across okay. um Almost a tartan, but not quite in the way it's des- in the way it's applied. Uh, doesn't seem to be holding any any kind of weapon at the moment, okay. uh, but All you right. can't see his tail, so you don't know you don't know where you know. Fair enough. Uh, with lizard folk, you always keep an eye on their tail, and he's just chilling back, watching. Very occasionally, someone will get too close, and one of his large clawed feet will just get, will just rise up, clamp down on a face, and push it away. Coming back into the melee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's the person that catches your attention at the moment, right? All right. And, and, and and as you as you start thinking about going over to like engage, someone out of nowhere just clocks you hard in the face as you are dragged okay. into the melee. And that's where we're Hell going yeah. to end for the week. <laughs> Say goodbye, <Awesome>. everybody. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Get out of it. <laughs> <laughs>